The Frequency Podcast with Nautica De La Cruz and Amy Lopez. Amy, Nautica. They're looking for you, woman. It's Chopper City today. What's going on? Some criminal shit happening. I have no idea whatsoever. Yeah. That's random. Who knows who they're looking for? El Chapo? (laughs) Or is he in jail? (laughs) Is he still alive? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Oh, you know what? I did, um, today, Coolio died. I saw that just oh, before I walked in here. He was at a friend's house. He went. He said he excused himself. He went to go to the restroom, and um, he was in the restroom for a while. And his friend was like, "Man, Coolio's been in there for a minute, and I guess he suffered a heart attack." Um, wow. But of course, they're gonna keep on investigating it. Of course. But, um, uh, my condolences to the family. I guess. Um, I guess he'll be in gangster paradise. He will. Too soon. Very. <laughs> I literally read the article as I was walking up to the door. <laughs> Fuck, all right, all right. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta laugh. Yeah, about not, Nautica's not the things. one you want sitting next to you at a funeral because no. oh, she my. is, and, and neither am I, to be honest, because I I don't do well in situations. Okay, like now that, that you I, say that, before we get into today's topic, now that you say that, I don't know why, but funerals crack me up. I mean, yeah, there's some humor. In not in the death, but in what transpires in groups of people and in families because of a death. Well, and I think, I, you know, I don't laugh at every funeral, but there are moments where I just hysterically start laughing because I'll remember something about this person or, you know, how they go to the podium and they start talking about them. You know, either, mm-hmm. either it's a family member, a best friend, a cousin or so forth or someone who owed the money. Um, it just <laughs> I just find it funny. So I expect I mean, I don't want to put it out there in the universe yet, but if that would to ever happen, I would definitely love, you know, uh, I would love to be roasted. You know what I mean? Noted. Um, yeah. So it just, you know, be like, <laughs> hey, Nautica was like this, this and this. And then, you know, I think at funerals, you, you kind of want to remember the best of the person. That's yeah. And I think that a, a lot of funerals now are not so grim, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are putting in their will like, hey, if you're going to put this much money into a funeral, then I might as well go out with a bang and it should be a celebration of life and it should be a party. So, I mean, I agree with you. Like, sometimes you're like, why, of all people in this family, you're the last person to be up there (laughs) speaking on behalf of this man or woman. Like, the nerve. (laughs) I had a friend whose tia left an additional $5,000 so they can, um, they can, uh, whatchamacallit, like, rent a hall Mm -hmm. and a small little hall. And um, she said that she had kind of planned out how she wanted her goodbye party. She wanted a hall. She wanted a DJ. She wanted a playlist and certain food. And they did it all for $5,000. How long ago was that? Well, a long time ago. You sell your car for $5,000. <laughs> no, Gas prices are going up, people. Uh, Costco's still the cheapest. <laughs> All right. Well, on another note, thank you for everyone who's listening. This is the Frequency Podcast, and I'm Nautica de la Cruz. I'm Amy Lopez. And so last week, um, last week on last week's episode, you kind of ended with something that uh, a topic I can't really remember, but I said to you, Amy, hold on on that topic. Let's talk about it next week. So what what exactly was? And we got like five thousand messages stating like, "Thanks for the cliffhanger. You guys suck." (laughs) And I know, I know. And I honestly thought we had more time. But Nautica threw her hands up in the air and her ear, her eyeballs got wide, mm-hmm. like she had a lot to say about it. 
Um, so it was, if I remember correctly, because as you know, I don't prepare for these things mm-hmm. and I've been... We just always wing. <laughs> I've been winging life for the past two weeks and so far so good. So uh, I figured I today would the be the same. 30 years. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you know, sometimes. sometimes. Okay, anyway, go ahead. So I asked you, mm-hmm. um, if I remember correctly, if you have any friends or relatives for mm-hmm. that matter who have gone through a breakup and been so caught up in how bad it ended or just in the fact that it ended that they forget about the good that came out. The, you know, the lessons learned kids, if you had kids, you yeah. know, those are things to be thankful for. Um, just they get so caught up in the greed of it all, you know, and right now I feel like I've been exposed to a shitload of greedy people. Okay. Like a lot. So my question to you is, how do you feel about, mm, let's do, let's do a two, uh, double-sided, right? Okay. So if a man uh, decides to not only file for divorce, okay, but go out of their way to make their wife life impossible take them for all they've got they've already wiped them clean mm-hmm. and they still want more not satisfied um a male a man filing for for alimony okay. filing for child support if there's kids basically just you know what i'm gonna be as petty as i could fucking be and you know you're gonna have to take care of me even- so, so the man the, he wants his wife to take care of him yeah Okay. Or Ooh. vice versa. Okay, vice versa. Or vice okay. versa. Wife files for divorce, mm-hmm. wants everything mm-hmm. on the face of the earth. Okay. Uh, but refuses to... Um, meet halfway? Uh, not even meet halfway. Just fucking take care of me and continue to pay all my bills, continue to take care of this and some, mm-hmm. and kids are involved or whatever it may be. Just greed in general it's not a good look um and i've just i've seen both sides of the story yeah in the past two and a half years Mm -hmm. and i'm just flabbergasted by it all well you know i think you said two and a half years that well the covid was two years ago and the the highest divorce rate was during Mm -hmm. covid did you know that highest breakups the most babies were born during covid well what else are we doing we're eating we're working (laughs) from home and we're having lots of sex that's all we could do right i'm just saying in general okay um but i do know uh because uh i talked to my therapist my therapist said that the highest divorce rate was in 2020 and 2021 I got the Uh, same from mine. But divorce is like death. It's the end of something, you know. Um, But I think that depending on how your relationship is or was, I should say, and how mature you are, um, I think you can meet halfway. But there are people on this planet that are very money hungry. There are women that are all about, oh, take care of me, take care of me for the rest of your life. Whether you were married for 10 years, whether you married for 20, whether you were married for 30 or 40. But spousal support is not so you could just chill back, watch, you know, novelas and, you know, Ellen DeGeneres at three o'clock every single day. And pretend to be holier than thou. Right. No, it's just 
a little bit of help, whether you have a kid, spousal support and child support, it's a little bit of help on top of your earnings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when you're living at home and you're a couple, you, you put in your money together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You, you either pay for half of everything or, you know, the man takes care of the whole mortgage and then the wife takes care of the small bills, you know, the little bills. But so you have you go from two incomes to one income. Mm-hmm. And when you're down to one income, muchacha, it's hard. Yeah. It's pretty hard. And if you have children, even mm-hmm. harder. Kids grow fast. They're going through clothes like you don't even imagine. They go through food like, you know, we're back in 2020 or COVID. We kept going to the refrigerator every mm-hmm. five minutes like something's going to change. But I really think it's about the maturity level of the person. There are I, there are women and there are men who are very, very greedy. And at the end, I will tell you this, Amy, que te lo digo porque te lo digo. It's going to end up biting them in the butt for being greedy and for being selfish. Every single time. Every single time. I have a friend who's currently going through it and a friend who's done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the friend who's done with it, she is just like, uh, kudos to her because I would have hired freaking a detective and <laughs> gone through all my money before I freaking gave up what she gave up. Okay. Um, but he was basically... a. Uh, starving artist mm-hmm. is that yeah. okay starving One, artist yeah i mean whatever it's hollywood right right so she was taking care of everything and he filed for divorce okay with as a tantrum to like get a, a reaction to, to get a reaction just because i'm pissing i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go to downtown and i'm gonna fill out these no, papers no it was more uh she wasn't giving him enough of an allowance. Oh, my God. Uh, so she was working a lot and wasn't giving him enough money to spend with his boys at the studio. Okay. So he's like, that's it. You know, you're going to lose me unless you take care of me. Basically, more it happened very much like a sugar daddy, sugar ba- or sugar mama, sugar baby type of situation. Okay. And when we read those papers... I kid you not, I was peeing my pants of laughter because (laughs) it was just so ridiculous. Um, But it backfired. You know, she was just like, I'm I'm done. I'm tired of this. You know, let's just call it what it is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go your way. I go my way. Wish you the best of luck. I'll be at all your quote unquote concerts. And we'll go free. (laughs) free. Um, And that was that. Now. That she just wanted it out of her hair type okay. of thing. So she just, did she did she have kids? Did you say mention no, that? No, no, okay. they didn't have any kids. Okay, so there was really nothing to divide. No, but uh, he just wanted to be taken care of. He wanted to be taken care of. Yeah, she gave him the car. She, um, they had Damn. a couple of vacation um, homes that they split. She kept one. He kept one. Okay, I, I still don't understand why. Because the guy didn't work a day in his life for the time that they were together. Damn. But she was just like, you know what? Fine. Whatever. Uh, I guess when you're used to working mm-hmm. and you're used to just providing, mm-hmm. you're you're just like, you know what? I just want it to be over and done with. And, and that's what she did. But uh, we have we have a friend yeah. um, in common yeah, who's, <laughs> who's really going through it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just... I'm at a loss for words, as you are, mm-hmm. you know, every time we hear just the mindset of this person um, and what they what 
women believe they're entitled to <laughs> is just beyond me. I don't like uh, friends, acquaintances, whatever, coworkers. When people tell me, and we have this problem, people just share shit with us all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> it's like we should have been freaking therapists. Um, when people tell me their struggles or whatever they're going through shit or they're going through a divorce or they're breaking up and there's kids involved, as soon as I get any sort of inkling that those kids are being used as tokens to get more or to get a rise or to manipulate the other person, mm -hmm. I flip out. I lose my shit. I don't care how close you are to me. I don't care if you barely know me. I don't care if we're coworkers. You know, I'm going to tell you how it is. Like, you're wrong. I don't care what the other person did, but you do not use your children to dangle in front of the other person. Like, get your shit together. It, put your big girl panties on. And freaking get a job, provide, and be the person that you claim to be. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Why do people do that? You know, I just think they're very selfish. They're narcissistic and they're very, very selfish. I did have a friend who, uh, in a divorce, um, she divorced after her husband was cheating. They had a five or six-year-old daughter. I can't quite remember at the time. But she was like, he had, he had cheated with this girl, then moved in with her. And so she made it to where she wanted full custody and he could not be around her at all. Like, she just didn't... She wanted that little girl to have nothing to do with her father. And I was upset because, you know, I was like, do you know what I would have done to be around my father more? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. she's going to grow up with daddy issues. She is, is going to think that her dad never loved her. And what you do is you do damage to that child. You're not helping that child. Mm -hmm. It's because you're being selfish and you're narcissistic and you have to think about that child. But I will say that there are women who want to live the good life and don't want to work a day in their life and they want to live on cloud nine and they want spousal support for the rest of their life and they're not helping themselves. No. If you can't help yourself, nobody will help you. But you have to start by helping yourself. But and divorce... For, for f Just so people know, divorce is an expense. It is not an income. It's an expense for your, 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 your ex-spouse, your wife, or your, your ex-wife, or your ex-husband. And, and it's expense for you because out of their expense, it becomes your expense, which you have to pay your expenses with, too. Yeah. Everybody has to pay their own shit. Right. But, like, people don't, people don't see it. But m what I'm coming back to, and the reason I asked you if you have a friend or whatever that's going through or have gone through some shit like this. When you surround yourself with people who are ignorant and don't tell you your truths, mm -hmm. you are only setting yourself up to fail. I cut ties with many people throughout my life. You know, if those people that drag you down or those people that when you're young, you know, stroke your ego always take your side and then you start growing up and you start seeing similar scenarios that you yourself went through in other people and you find yourself giving your your friends other friends advice that you're like wait a minute I'm calling the the pot calling the kettle black type of thing <laughs> because when I was going through it my friends were telling me 
that I was right, but now I'm seeing that I was wrong. Mm. You know, because with age, with growth, with wisdom, you know, you can make more educated decisions. But when you have, it's like taking advice. It's like me taking advice from Mateo on what we're having for dinner. If If it was up to the kid, I mean, we'd have steak with a side of ice cream and grilled asparagus like it just be all over the place right right? don't take advice from people that aren't in the same mindset as you well you know i'm with you on that and also i have to say this too you could agree to disagree with me also don't take advice for someone who hasn't been in your shoes because some of your friends will be like oh just leave him Oh, just leave her. Oh, fuck that. You get another girl. Or fuck that. You get another man. Or did it? No, it's not that simple. Mm-mm. It's not that simple. And the grass N- isn't always greener. The grass is not always greener on the other side. I think I've said this saying before. Más vale diablo por conocido que diablo por conocer. That is true. Right? That is so true. So the translation is, um, it's better to deal with someone's demons Mm -hmm. up front that you know what they are you know what the issues are so your current relationship you know what the issues are you know what the insecurities are you know you've grown with the person right right so it's better to work through those things than to find someone else who's maybe better looking maybe uh, more financially stable or whatever it is that enticed you um but you don't know their past no you don't know what they're into you don't know uh their values their their core values that are utmost important on family, on respect, on what traumas they come with. Because sometimes people are on their deathbeds, Nautica. Yes. Not realizing, you know, now in their, de- I'm saying now in their deathbed, realizing that throughout the years they hurt so many people because of a childhood trauma that they never fucking know. Well, and you know, too, here's the thing. The other thing is, if you've been in a relationship for a year, you know what? Fuck that. A year goes by really fast. But when you have invested in someone and in a relationship for 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, you know more about that person that they probably don't even know Mm -hmm. about themselves. You know their, you know their crooks, you know their, what ticks them, you know their past, you know their deepest secrets. And if they get into a relationship after your, their divorce, they're never, that next person is never going to know who they truly are unless they have been with them at least another 10 plus years. You know why? Because it takes the first five years to just barely open up. Mm -hmm. And the first two years is the honeymoon period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We've talked about this before. You're not really meeting them. You're not really getting to know them. You are getting to know their representative. And so after about two years, you got the honeymoon period. Then you get a little bit comfortable, but you're with someone new. So now you don't want to, you don't want to feel shameful of who you were and what what happened in your in your childhood, whether you were molested or whether you were abused or so forth. So you want to put that behind you, but all that past ends up catching up to you regardless because there's going to be something that's going to tick in that relationship and mm-hmm. that's going to be the red flag. And if that other person doesn't see that red flag is, I don't know what. But you know, I, I, heard, I heard somebody say this, and I was going to post it on TikTok too, that um, speaking about ending of relationships, men have a list of exes. Mm -hmm. So when they break up or they divorce, they go to an ex. But women 
have a waiting list because there are men lined up waiting to treat that woman like a queen. That is true. <laughs> very, very, very true. So, and, pe- and, and this, and people come out of the woodworks. They do. People come out of the woodworks. They and, do. And the sad part is, and I encourage people to speak up uh, to their friends and you know their relatives or whoever it is. Um, if you see red flags that the person's not seeing, say it. Because it really sucks that when a relationship ends, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, everybody has information. All of a sudden, <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew that. Oh, yeah, I knew about that, but it wasn't my place to say. Right. Uh, yeah, no, dude. It's always, Don't let people waste their lives thinking that they are in a good relationship when they really weren't. So on that note... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting long-winded here. Okay. Um, but go. I know that we're going to get a lot of people to, to chime in on this one. So. Feel free to hit <laughs> uh, us up. You guys know how to reach us. That wraps it up for today. Uh, you can write into us on all social media platforms or email us directly at frequency at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.